Thanks for listening to Because Radio. I'm Emma Carey, joined today by Carolyn Townend, Communications and Brand Manager at Fort White Alive. Thank you for being here, Carolyn. Thanks, Emma. Thanks for having me. So to start, can you tell us a little bit about the history of Fort White Alive and how it got started? Yeah, for sure. So the story of Fort White is actually super interesting and a really hopeful story. I think a lot of people kind of think about Fort White when they think about, you know, their field trips that they took and they, you know, maybe were out in a canoe or they were in the touch museum or in the aquarium, like people have those nostalgic memories. Um, But actually before it was the green space and the education center that it was, this site was actually a clay mine and a cement factory um, that was previously run by a company called um, Canada Cement Company. And, you know, it was a quarry, it was a clay pit. Um, local residents used to use it as like a swimming hole and a picnic spot. But around sort of like 1950s, a group of employees from the Canadian Cement Factory came together and started sort of working on how they could restore this land to a natural green space, really using as many natural local plants, native plants as much as possible and really also focusing on um, a waterfowl sanctuary that brought Canadian geese, which we see all the time now, um, as well as mallard ducks back to the area. So if you kind of, you know, if we had Google Maps from, you know, 100 years ago, 50 years ago, this site would look completely different. And so really it was, you know, over the past 50 years, Fort White has grown over 600 acres. We've got forests, we've got marshes, we've got lakes. Um, But that's all really the hard work of a group of really passionate people that wanted to see this area restored to um, its natural state. So Fort White has 666 acres of urban green space where Winnipeggers can connect with nature. Why do you think outdoor spaces like Fort White are so important for our community? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think you know, we know that, you know, being in nature is important for health. Um, you know, the science shows that spending time in nature, you know, benefits our mental health, our physical health, all of those pieces. Um, I think this past, I mean, maybe everyone says this about everything, but this past year and a half, these past two years have really highlighted just how essential that space is, right? Having something in your city, in your backyard, where you can really go unplug, connect with nature, see those benefits of even just spending five, 10 minutes, 30 minutes outside, um, re-establishing that relationship with nature and feeling it calm you, you know, feeling even like your heart beats slow and your mind clear and, you know, feeling the ground underneath your feet, all those things that feel like really simple and sound a little like whatever, um, are so beneficial and have so many, um, you know, great things that, that can kind of help us day to day. So, um, I think people are seeing that. I mean, people have always seen that, but I think especially in the last year and a half, people are really seeing that and valuing that. And, and at Fort White, you know, so much of our philosophy is about, you know, education, but also just building a relationship with nature and that that piece translates into caring about nature and taking care of nature and seeing your responsibility in that relationship. So um, I think that piece is like cemented firmly in Fort White and what we do and, and why we do it. 
given that Fort White's work is so connected to the outdoors, different seasons bring different types of work and activities for visitors to enjoy. What has Fort White been busy with this summer? Um, yeah, I mean, that's the great part about Fort White is like, no matter how many times you come, there's always something different happening because everything is changing with the seasons, adapting as nature adapts. So um, the summer is really such a time for exploration. We see so many people who are like, trying new things. And I think a lot of people are staying close to home too this summer and last summer. So that's also kind of like reintroduced a lot of people to Fort White, which has been really exciting to see. But, um, you know, one of our, our biggest pieces is obviously our bison herd. So um, we're seeing lots of people in our bison safaris, which kind of takes you out into the prairie um, grassland area and gets you up close and personal with our bison herd. Um, we also welcomed a bunch of new, um, babies to our herd. So our baby bison walks have been super popular, um, out canoeing, just like, I think really people finding new ways to get out. That's more than just going for a walk and going for a walk is amazing, but finding new ways and new skills, whether it's fishing or learning how to paddle a canoe or a kayak or learning how to mountain bike on bison butte. So like, it's very activity oriented <laughs> um, and and really sort of being active and getting outside and connecting with nature all seasons, but especially summer, all those things are definitely happening. How have things changed over the years in terms of the work that your organization does? Mm -hmm. So Fort White really started as sort of a wildlife conservation site. You know, that's our history. That is kind of the founding um, element of Fort White. And we've really shifted towards um, environmental education, outdoor recreation as, you know, what centers and what is at the core of Fort White. And we had some really early leaders that saw the impact of, of what was happening around climate change, even sort of like the 70s, the 80s, and really saw that education and creating space for people to connect with nature was going to be kind of like those key tools in terms of you know, fighting climate change, climate change adaptation and mitigation. Um, so we've transitioned to that. It's we're, we're, you know, obviously like conserving the space and being stewards of this land is really important to Fort White, but also, you know, how can we educate and inspire the next generation um, to be climate champions? And, um, and, and part of that is like, um, you know, walking the walk too, you know, how can we be as sustainable as possible? We're currently undergoing a deep green energy retrofit of our interpretive center, which is, you know, a 35 year old building that like people have tons of memories, um, you know, from field trips to events and stuff being here. Um, but, you know, it was an old building at the time. It was it was, um, you know, built great, but there's so many new environmental standards that can be reached. So, you know, you know, from the inside out, upgrading it, um, building in geothermal heating, um, energy efficient, efficient windows and, and a building envelope. So part of that's like, how can we be leaders in environmental sustainability and show that we're doing that work, but then also educate and inspire other people to do that as well, because, you know, with the IPC report that came out and, you know, even just the summer and the drought that we've seen, like, we know that climate change is here already and we're feeling the impacts of that. So really at the forefront, that is like the work that needs to happen. So a huge kind of transition of, you know, 
make sense from where we started, but adapting as nature does um, to what we really need to be doing right now. And so kind of on that note, what are your hopes for Fort White in the future as you move forward? Um, you know, our, our mission really and philosophy really remains the same, which is, you know, that journey of when you connect with nature, you build that essential relationship with it. Um, and that in turn leads you to care about it and to take care of it and to take action. Um, so right now, you know, we're working to sort of build that community, um, build that sort of like educational resources for Manitoba students. Um, and then also obviously our own sustainability measures. Um, but yeah, looking ahead, we're, we're um, always expanding and growing and excited that we're going to be working on a new 18,000 foot square, uh, square foot um, multi-purpose building that's going to be kind of like our hub for outdoor recreation and, and education um, and really growing. You know, we see that need and that, um, that spot that needs to be filled in terms of providing education outdoor recreation and like that's an area that we need to continue to grow in and we have such an amazing um you know base of volunteers and donors that um are you know this community of like nature lovers and change makers and um together we want to continue that sort of like visionary work that Fort White does to kind of um grow and develop a community that cares for this planet and is going to do that and so if people would like to learn more or visit Fort White, where can they find more information? Yeah, so the best place is probably our website, which is fortwhite.org. Um, there you can find you know, all the information about our membership if you want to join that community. Um, we also have our calendar of activities that outlines you know, all the different ways that you can start to connect with nature, whether you want to you know, come out to a paddle night and learn to kayak or go on our wild edible uh, walking tour, which kind of gives you an introduction into foraging and looking out for wild foods in your neighborhood. Um, so that's all there and lots of places to um, to connect, learn something new. Um, um, or you can sign up for our newsletter. We get kind of like all that information into your inbox. You can sign up for that on our website as well. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for uh, joining me today, Carolyn. And it's been a pleasure. Thanks, Emma. Because Radio is produced by the Winnipeg Foundation in partnership with 93.7 CJNU-FM. If you'd like to listen to previous episodes or subscribe to our podcast, please visit becauseradio.org.